write down your goals, speak your goals, celebrate the wins along the way. If you lack discernment, you aren't going to end up anywhere special. What is happening, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, the Gordai Podcast. Today, I am going to chat with you about eight instantly applicable traits of high-value humans. When you are done with this, I'm going to leave you with action items that you can do for all eight steps right now to initiate your greater value. Now, I have something really exciting coming to the Grower Die family. It's only going to be talked about on the Grower Die podcast. It's only going to be available for you guys. No, it's not going to be mentioned in this episode because my team and I are working tirelessly on it behind the scenes. But be on the lookout. There's something big coming and I cannot wait to share it with you guys and be able to interact with you guys live in person. Get ready. I'll see you inside. All right, before I dive into the episode, I have one small, small ask for you guys. So I've been putting content out online for about six to seven years rather consistently now, and I've never quite made an ask. I've never asked someone to sign up for me. I've never asked you guys to do anything. I'm going to ask you guys to do something. If this podcast has changed you in any way, if you've learned anything from it, if it's changed the way that you think or go about life... Could you leave it a five-star review? Don't need a a five-star rating. We don't need a full review. If you could just take the time, scroll to the top of the page, leave it a five-star review, that would help tremendously. The goal is to have 1,500 five-star reviews by the end of the year across Apple and Spotify. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can give it a thumbs up and subscribe. It would help much more than you know. For reference, I spend roughly eight to $9,000 per month on this podcast and doing this whole production. And the only times I make any money on it is very few and far between sponsored ads that I feel align with the Grower Die podcast. So this is kind of all out of pocket because I love being able to chat with you guys and impact you guys. And I love the Grower Die family. So that's my one ask of you. And if you feel compelled to send this to one of your friends who you feel it can help, that would make me smile even bigger. Now let's dive in. How did I come up with the definition of what a high value human is? Well, my social network, the Grower Die podcast guest network, but most importantly, being around so many low or moderate value people that when you see a high value individual, they stand out. The energy speaks for themselves before they even really introduce themselves or you know quite what's going on. A high value person is someone who's widely respected for the who, and it could be in different circles. So like if you're respected in the bodybuilding community, but like you're not really respected anywhere else and like how high value are you? Or if you're respected in like the finance community, but you're not really respected anywhere else and like what is the impact you're bringing to the world? to your social network, to the community in which you're entrenched in. A high-value person is someone who is respecting a lot of different circles. They may overlap. They might not. But they're also respected by a myriad of people. The janitor and the CEO, I know that that's a very common tagline used. Well, they both love this person equally because of the energy that they show up with. To me, that's a high-value individual, all right? If someone leaves you feeling good, cleansed, positive intentions, uplifting energy, sophisticated, looks you in the eye, shows you respect, no matter who it is, when they're spe- when you are speaking, it's a high value individual. Now, 
My most important point might be that they're able to differentiate between me, 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 I, 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 to be able to serve you. And there might not be any skin in the game for them to serve you, but they're able to pull down that ego shield and allow themselves to be vulnerable with you, to break down your world, to understand you in a deeper conscious. So I have eight tips. Number one, boundaries. They're ironclad boundaries. They make these with their time, with their connections, with their energetic exchange, with their money. Everything has a boundary. If you ask one of these individuals what time they have a time start, they have a time end. And if you're late to the time start, then the time end doesn't change. If you don't show up with positive energy or an equal energetic reciprocation to these people, then you might not get another chance to interact with them in any capacity. There's ironclad boundaries that they handle their romantic relationships with. There's ironclad boundaries in their professional relationships and the things they say yes to, the things they say no to. There's a rhyme, a reason, and an intention for everything. And that intention builds into point number eight, which obviously I'll get to in a little bit. They're not going to overpromise. They're likely not going to overdeliver as well. I've come around to realizing Tell the person exactly what they're getting. Give them exactly that. This rarely happens in today's world where people want to bite off more than they can chew. So if you can break that mold, hey, I am going to generate you 15 new leads in the next 15 days, and I can't guarantee they sign up. I can't guarantee what happens, but that's what I'm going to bring you. And in 15 days, you bring them 15 leads. You just simply were a man or a woman of your word, and that inherently is impressive in and of itself. So practice boundaries with yourself. This is the applicable action that you can take. You have time blocks for things. I chat about this often with my utilization of social media, and I got this from my network here in Austin. The highly successful individuals, they have time blocks for everything. So if I hop on IG, TikTok, um, emails, even WhatsApp for, for client work, then I have time blocks for each of those. I do five to 10 minutes for social media apps. I do 20 minutes for WhatsApp work. I do 10 minutes for email work. And then after each of those time blocks is done, I know that's what works best for my brain. I need to transition into something else or I need to just sit in stillness and allow my mind to drop the overconsumption and all of the crazy chaos that's going on and allow it to just calm down so that I can best operate. Number two, a high value person is committed to self-improvement. There's nothing that screams low value like staying the same does. Read books. Channel your inner child and be curious and allow the curiosity to run wild. Identify someone that you could see yourself exhibiting some of their traits into your own unique individual and practice it. Listen to the content that they put out. Reach out to them for mentorship or guidance. How can you serve them to get closer to them so that their positive attributes can rub off on you? You can take that skill set and you can nurture your greater self through utilizing that. The easiest 
yet at the same time, most difficult thing. And I'll explain that you can do be in shape. Why is it difficult? Because you have to pay that currency every single day. Like what's that old saying? Rent is due every single day or whatever it is. It truly is. But there's nothing more impressive than an individual who is in shape that's showing up to meet you or is giving you a proposition or that's cold meeting you at a coffee shop. If they're in shape, they warrant your respect. This isn't necessarily a fleeting thing. This is simply human nature. Some people in some communities, like the weird communities that try to idolize like people that are extremely overweight or just like living out in left field, they act like this doesn't gain their respect. But the fear that they have towards these individuals is exactly the respect that they're showing because they're trying to glorify the exact opposite of what they're scared of because they aren't able to put that work in. If you are fit, you have a huge head start on everyone else. So what can we do to be committed to self-improvement? Learn. You find yourself listening to music, toss on a podcast. Swap out wasting time with intentional time. This doesn't mean we always need to be doing something. We can practice stillness. We can practice doing nothing, quieting your mind, allowing yourself to sort through the filing cabinet of all of the beliefs, all of the experiences, all of the workload, and all of the chaos that you have going on in your life. Organize this. Keep it tidy. Operate in stillness and use practice to promote understanding of self. Be friends with yourself. Nourish yourself with good food, practicing achievements, good brain diet. Don't take in things that make you feel bad. A lot of our social media feed is set up to make you feel lesser than. If you're watching the news and you're into the politics and things like that, more power to you, but that is set up to generate fear inside of you. That's why these media companies are so massive and they generate so many dollars because they are constantly creating problems and that makes you think you need to tune in to find out what the problem solution is. It's all a fucking construct, guys. You have to be able to see through that. Number three, emotional strength. You have to be strong in life. It's an absolute necessity. You have to have emotional strength so that you can withstand negative energy that will flow your way. Listen, your dog is unfortunately going to die. Your parents are unfortunately going to die. You are going to have friends who die. You're going to have death of connections. You're going to have death of romantic relationships. You are going to have dead ends that come up everywhere in your life. Your life cannot stop for these things. You need to sit in it, marinate it, allow yourself to process. This goes back to number two of self-improvement, which is acquiring skills and tools to sit in stillness and allow your brain to process. This goes back to keeping that filing cabinet organized. Maintaining emotional composure in times of duress is a superpower because there are very few people who are doing it. So your actionable item, when you feel yourself getting worked up, take a deep breath, take your time to respond. Don't raise your voice. Don't try to win a disagreement because you will lose and check your tonality. If something triggers you, it's probably right about you. So take note and give it attention. 
Don't neglect the triggers. Triggers are bringing up past traumas that are deeply ingrained into you that we continually try to act like don't exist. But that's where anxiety comes from, where depression comes from. There's internal health consequences that manifest from allowing those things to sit there. So work through them in whatever capacity you need to. Number four, self-belief. Inner confidence to not only uplift themselves, true belief is the ability to detach from our self-serving ego and uplift others also. There's nothing more attractive than a person who is secure within themselves. And there's nothing more unattractive than someone who is insecure in themselves. Speaking for myself, if I'm in a romantic, a social, or a business partnership with somebody and they show insecurity, that connection is done. We can't have that. You guys, that manifests inside of you, that negative energy that they don't feel great about themselves is going to serve as an anchor to your energy and your vision and the direction that you are going. Now, if you're sitting there saying, shoot, I'm one of those insecure people, your actionable item, do what you say you're going to do. Stop biting off more than you, than you can chew. You know for a fact you're not starting that company. You know for a fact you're not getting that deal. So stop putting it out there just to try to get short-term dopamine hits in the response of your friend group. You are saying it out loud you are trying to get your body, your mind, your spirit to believe what you're saying, yet you lack follow through. So of course you don't trust yourself. Of course you're making poor social connections. Of course you're making poor decisions in the partners that you're seeking. If you say you're going to cold call 10 companies smart to pitch them on how you can serve them, do it. Call 10 companies, get 10 answers. Pitch them on how you can help their company. If you say you're going to stop communicating with a dead connection that you know doesn't serve your future, do it. I know it's hard. I know. We only get better through the hard shit. The easy stuff, the comfort, you have never won on the other side of comfort. You have only ever won on the other side of discomfort. Number five, don't waste time beating around the bush. They're willing to have the convo on the spot. They're ready to cut ties if the energy isn't right. They're willing to make the move that serves them and their tribe, which I'll talk about in the next point, to the best that they possibly can. They don't worry about the repercussions because the most positive benefit is they protected themselves and their tribe. Clear, concise, but respectful communication. Your actionable item. Cut to the chase. You know it needs to be said. Presented in a respectful manner. You don't like the frequency that your partner initiates sex? Tell them when they have the space for it. Give them credit for what you like that they do. Urge them to do it more while asking what you can do to make them more comfortable doing the things that you like for them to do. It's a difficult conversation. But how many of you are listening to this like, you know what? I really wish my partner would do this differently in sex or that differently in sex. Well, what's the backbone of the relationship if the sex isn't right? 
Problem identified, solution offered, mutual convo about comfort. Now you execute. Now it's not an issue anymore. You're on the same page. Your relationship can grow in the right direction. Number six, high value humans protect their tribe. They know who's got them. They understand the mission. They also are able to quickly identify when someone feels off because the energy changes. There's going to be people who infiltrate the tribe who are undercover haters or they actually want to see you fail. They get removed immediately because the tribe needs to be protected at all costs. This is more masculine. So some females listening to this might be like, man, that's really intense. It is. But in the female groups, the leader of that group should be able to protect the integrity as well as the positive intentions of the group at whatever cost. Number seven, they understand resources. All resources are valuable. This is why the janitor and the CEO get treated the same way. The janitor decides if your office is cleaned in order for you to have the greatest productivity so that you can impress the CEO with your work output. Without the janitor cleaning your space, productivity is off and the CEO replaces you with a higher achiever no matter how much you brown nose. You were trying to please that person while neglecting this person, but neglecting this person yielded an outcome where you were not able to please that person. All humans deserve to get treated with respect. I unfortunately lost this alignment for some time with a previous business partner, wanted to take a different approach to new client acquisition. It resulted in short-term signups, but it lost the lead with love that I feel so aligned with. It lost that connection. And I was going to bed anxious. I was waking up anxious. I was like, man, I don't really like doing this. I don't like treating people this way, but we were getting signups. But then over a six, seven month period, you realize, wait, all of these are short-term signups. They're not long-term clients. These aren't long-term relationships that are being fostered here right now. Every human gets your respect whether they throw negative towards you, whether you don't feel extremely energetically aligned, whether they can serve you or not serve you, every human gets your respect because every single resource is vital. Number eight, the final point is purpose. You have a destination that you can effectively navigate where you're headed. People without purpose are anchors. Look around you. People without purpose are the anchors that are in your life. No matter where this is, it could be in any connection, any form of connection. People without purpose are the anchors of the group. The plan needs to be flexible because there's not one plan fits all. There's not going to be this easy linear route to get to the final destination, but there has to be a vision installed that directs you towards the future that you intend to live. Write down your goals, speak your goals, celebrate the wins along the way. If you lack discernment, you aren't going to end up anywhere special. I hope this podcast helps. Send it to somebody who needs it. And please, please, if you made it this far, leave us a five-star review. And I would absolutely appreciate that. I'll see you guys next time. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.